I'm your host, Julia. I am joined by my co-host, Lex, and our chief TV correspondent, Natalie. And today we are talking about The Bachelor. But before we do, we want to check in, see how you're doing, see how everyone here is doing, and see, are you feeling good today? And if so, what are you feeling good about? Who wants to kick it off? Natalie, would you like to, to kick it um, off today as our guest? I was trying to be oh, this like just a became polite like a guest. cringy Zoom meeting. I got nervous. Oh, <laughs> let's do an icebreaker, yeah. guys. Yes. Icebreaker. Like, if I had a dollar <laughs> for every time I was in a meeting that was like, time for an icebreaker, I'd be making a livable wage. Like, that's oh, how I feel. Got him. <laughs> Hot takes. Anyway, no, that's oh true. God, I was going to be like, here are my two truths and a lie. Figure <laughs> it out. Like, I was so, I have them on standby. That's how often I do them. Damn. I got to know them now. I know. Yeah, this might be the one thing that makes me feel good. I mean, we're about to see our entire country implode, potentially, Is this what or you want rise from, from the Is this ashes. The content you want? This, yeah, I mean, if you're willing to give it. I mean, I think in all fairness, this is only probably going to be a good game for Lex, given that you know me a little bit more. Um, we'll see. We'll but we can, we can try it. Okay. Wait on ice. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> okay. A, option A. Yes. Um, I used to get asked if I was adopted because I looked nothing like my parents when I was a kid. So I had to constantly explain that's not true. Option B, I was chose to sing the national anthem. I don't, I'm not good with names, but the national anthem at a special Olympics when I was in middle school. And option C, I have half of a book written that I pray to God I'm going to finish one day, but I do have half of it written. Two truths and a lie. Those are some amazing facts. I want them all to be true. I know. I do too. Um, <laughs> Guys, that's not how the game works. I know. I... I'm i going to say the Special Olympics national anthem is a lie. Okay. I'm going to say number A okay. is number A. Wow. Letter <laughs> A is a lie. Dang. I knew exactly what you meant. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the adopted piece? The adopted yeah, I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna say that's a lie, but it feels yeah. so true. Okay, <laughs> Natalie. Okay, I did always have to tell people that I was not adopted. That is very true. I was born with like really blonde hair, and both of my parents had like black hair. I just didn't match the Cuban picture that people had in their heads. But that is definitely my mom and dad. Um, option B. Is also true. I did get chosen. I didn't end up singing because I got pneumonia. Great timing. I actually got really sick, but I did get chosen. Um, And C, I wanted to write a book so badly, but I could not sit my ass down long enough to actually get that going. What would you write your book about? (laughs) I actually have a pretty good idea. I'm going to go on a 30 second rant about it. Wait, wait. Do you want to pitch it on air or do you want? to pitch it offline 
Because I don't want, see me, but I guess I push I mean, my hair back and I'm like sweating. Our our listeners are respectful people. Yes, I don't. But I don't. I don't know. Theft. Okay. 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 I don't think there can be theft. My big oh. idea was for real in my life. I had like three big like the love of my life, like people I thought I was going to marry that I dated for a really long time. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to make it like half biographical, half like who does she choose? So I wanted my first book to be like the good times, like each chapter, it's kind of broken into like three parts, like person A, person B, person C. And then the sequel will be like, who did I actually choose? Like, who was my person? Who got the rose? Yeah, basically. Yeah. But it's like nobody can really steal because I mean they're like yeah. my real things. But that's I thought brilliant. that would be cool because everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm cheering for this person." No, that's her person, mm-hmm. and you don't know. So yeah, I thought that would be pretty neat. I just need to sit I'm my ass down. Obsessed. If anyone it. out there is a <laughs> book scout, ghostwriter, book agent. A, oh, I need a ghostwriter. Somebody's going to do book. it. I don't, know what, I don't know what the hierarchy is in the publishing world, but if anyone oh, out man. there takes ideas for books and then pays people money to write those books and then gives them more money after they sell, please email us, the peony podcast at gmail.com because we're, <laughs> I mean, I would read this book in a I heartbeat. I think it's cool. Wait, here's the question though. I think it's though, really man. cool. Here's the question. If it's Thank an audio book, are you the one narrating it or are you hiring someone? And if you're hiring someone, who do you hire? Is it really like narcissistic if I want to narrate it? I guess feel no, like there's no, something only I could say in yeah. my weird, like half Miami, half Southern accent. Yeah. And it's got to be some like Spanglish thrown in there. I mean, it's going to be like yeah. a disaster. So I think I'd have to do it. I'm going to say me. <laughs> okay. I think oh, yeah. that's completely valid. I love that. But I do really like Camila Cabello. So like if I needed some like spiciness Ooh. for like my Latin audience. Oh, she could read it. She what get it. She could read she it. She just did the Spanish translation audiobook. Solid. That will sound way better than mine. Okay. Infinitely better. And it will although, have many less outtakes. Although <laughs> I may have been mistaken because is she... It might be Portuguese because isn't she from Brazil? No. Mm-hmm. I only know this from? because, again, I love her. She's half Cuban and half Mexican. Oh, I confused her for the other, the other Camilla, the other one. The, the, Who's the other one? The influencer from Brazil that now has a beauty line. Um, it's, I don't know oh, how to pronounce it. It's like, you know her because you're fancy in the makeup. Coelho. Coelho. Camilla Coelho. C O E. HLO. Like she's a like wannabe cubbeo. That's, that's what I hear. Ooh. Whatever happened <laughs> to Cabello? Whatever happened to Cabello and Mendez? They're beautiful. They're living together yeah. in Miami in perfect luxury. They don't know how to walk their dogs. They have nope. fallen all over the place doing it. It's okay. I don't know either. I can't <laughs> them. I've Julia, never fallen, but it looks like yeah. you haven't seen these photos of Sean Mendez. Tell me you've seen, yeah, like, like to walk these dogs. seen it. It is, and a there's a video disaster. where they get like tangled. It's is this so new? bad, but they're How so new. Is this? No, this is from like I want to say like October, maybe. Yeah, but I want to know how they're year. doing now. I was gonna guess like summer pandemic. Oh no, they're still like madly in love now. They're good. Yeah. Hopefully, Very they know faithful. how to walk their dogs now. But that. 
that like first probably image not. of the two of probably not of them like <laughs> going on a walk and like they both have a cup of coffee and they're in their pajamas that has been them mm-hmm. all pandemic and then at some yeah. point they threw in dogs and not just like a dog they threw in like three dogs one I think is a giant German shepherd like it's just a circus <laughs> and they adopted one they adopted a little golden retriever I do think around October ish and I think yeah. his name is Tarzan like if they did uh, not have enough things on their plate they're like yeah. we need a puppy yeah I, looking up photos right I <laughs> looked up I looked up Camilla and Sean it exists dogs Yep. And yes, there is like the wrangling photo, <laughs> but there's also uh-huh. just like like how many fucking dogs are there? There yeah, are like, a lot. Can I just say though, I think my suspicion is that they are either staying with or near her family because she is from Miami. So I have a mm. feeling that it's like abuela's dog, mom's yeah. dog, family dog. And then they have like a clusterfuck of dogs. Like I think they're just basically like a humane society. At this point. I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> I'm super I, into it. I didn't have, I didn't, I wasn't feeling good today. I like was not, I didn't really have much that was making me feel good. Like my day job has been super stressful and just shit going on there mm-hmm. and just like what to expect during this inauguration tomorrow and just like what the fuck is going on and so I've just been in a little bit of like not full abyss of despair but kind of like hovering above it like about to fall in at any moment um but honestly like the two of you coming together meeting for the first time (laughs) And talking. Can we fix all your problems? About pop culture. Like, I have not giggled like this in in days. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is exceptional. Mm-hmm. If I, could I have literally. Lex, I would. Oh, boop, boop. I've literally, <laughs> like, when I'm not at work or when I'm not producing or doing things for our other ventures, the peony, et cetera, I literally just sit on my couch and watch HGTV shows and get a little bit stony baloney and yell at the TV as if I'm watch as if I'm like yelling the Super Bowl is on and I'm just yelling at the TV no run it in run it in I'm just like oh my god are you fucking kidding me like again with the ship lap no disrespect Joanna Gaines I love you please come on the podcast real decorate my house decorate something I own I can always paint over ship lap but that's a valid statement okay so you guys you you both have me feeling good today and you give me hope I'm so glad yes yeah thank you thank you come to your pressure I know seriously yeah oh sweet Jesus (laughs) hope I know what if I didn't come with the jokes today yeah like what have you gone like (laughs) further in the abyss like now I'm concerned I was nervous I also I also like have not ever watched The Bachelor Listeners of the pod know this. I have not ever watched it. I tried, I dabbled a little in The Bachelorette during Rachel's season, but I haven't watched The Bachelor until this season that's on right now. And it's not helping. It's not helping me feel better about life. <laughs> really? I would, I'm going to, I'm going to counter that by saying that sometimes I feel pretty damn good about myself watching these people because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of stable. Yeah. I'm like, all like, right. I, I have my shit together more than I thought I did. Oh, cool. yeah. Oh, my yeah, for goodness. sure. <laughs> I think you're watching it wrong. You got to change your perception. 
your perspective. I think it's, you can. It's you first you up. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's it has to me. Be. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I was trying to. I was trying to look up some bachelor info, and there was an ad. I apologize. Uh, wow. <laughs> what a fucking it's professional. in our time. Oh my god. It's fine. You're fine. Not during our time together. I should have gotten another glass. What are you drinking? Let the yes, yeah. pineapple margarita. Does it have um, you feeling I good today? A, I'm a very lazy bartender, and I'm I'm either like like really fancy bars, so like I don't want to be involved in the process. But like for my home life, I'm like, oh, this grocery store sells a pineapple margarita mix with the tequila in it. That's oh. fine. That's me. Mm. Convenience, convenience, convenience. So I put it in a blender with some ice. It has um, dissipated a smidge, uh, if that's the right word, but it's still delicious. And I don't have have to buy like tequila separately. I'm into that. Do you have a (laughs) refill on hand? Um, I would have to leave the room, but it's okay. okay. I'm ready to, to really commit. Okay. I have phone notes and the whole nine yards. I was pre-gaming, really. Okay, that's fair. I got you this. have notes. Lex has tweets. She live tweeted the event. Yeah. I have I to go back and check Twitter. I have to go back and do some research. To be honest, I Le- Lex out. is a whiz on on the tweeter. I believe that. Follows on Twitter. I uh, I just have a good time looking at other people's jokes, like yeah. watching the memes come in. so good do you guys know that buzzfeed has a list it usually comes out the day or like on wednesday of like the best tweets oh you know what i wonder because there's a fucking crashed yeah i was gonna say i know um sf you guys have like really bad wind storms right now so i don't know oh mother Mm. (laughs) should we go to skype Oh my God! <laughs> Microsoft Skype. I I think we'll be okay, but Juliet, did it save the first audio? It did. It did. Okay, cool. It may be corrupt, and it may completely, cool. um, completely just implode everything. Um, if it didn't, we can just use this as the top of the show. If it didn't, um, catch the listeners up. Um, Natalie is not adopted. Uh, she met Lex the first time. We bonded <laughs> over the fact that Nat's dad, stepdad, looks like Eugene Levy. Um, we're nervous about the inauguration, but hopeful for the freedom of democracy. Um, Camila Cabello and Sean Mendes are still together. Um, they can't walk dogs. a lot of dogs. They yeah. can't walk them. They're a hot fucking mess, but in love. Um, what the fuck in else do we talk about? I think that was kind of it. Oh, and um, Lex and I saved you from your abyss. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I was. That was I key was, to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. A huge I've honor. been struggling with a touch of le depression, and you two made me giggle. Yay. And so Natalie was telling fun. us about her beautiful pineapple margarita. Has the liquor in it. No way to go. It has the liquor <laughs> in it. What is it? Where? What's it called? Where's it from? I need to know. I don't even drink anymore, but I need to know. Oh my gosh! Now I feel like I'm an alcoholic. By the way, I told yeah. somebody i <laughs> I told somebody at an appointment she was having like a really bad day. Yeah, but whatever. She was having a really bad day, and I was like, "Oh, you deserve a drink after this." I was like, "I hope you have a good time." And she goes, 
oh, she goes, well, I'm doing dry January, but she goes, it's not a big deal because I haven't drank it for like four years. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I was like, well, I'll do that drink for you. You keep doing what you do. And I'm going to, I'm going to go home. Whoops. You, you, <laughs> oh, like, I oh my have, gosh, please help me. <laughs> I have witnessed. I think you just have this open, beautiful energy because I've witnessed so many moments where people just like TMI you and then you're just like so graceful and you're just like, oh, okay, well, and like you and I, we were front, we were front desk receptionists at Google and we had a lot of, and we're still friends. We had a lot of really interesting engineer types that worked for Google come to, to the front desk and they would always, and like, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's like, cause I grew up in New York or like what happened, but they would never, it would always be very, very um, oh, transactional. Goodness. It would be business. It would be a business. It was very like straightforward with me, but with you, they always lingered and they were always like, yeah, you know, I had to bury my fourth cat today, but, um, you know, my mom still loves me. And you would just be like, oh, well, that's terrible. Maybe you should look into getting a dog. Like you would always just that like something I would literally say, I, <laughs> I muted myself for most of that talk because I'm like, cr- I'm cackling. Like here, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> People just tell me the weirdest things. And I'm like, but you, you don't, okay. you don't like, like even, great, great. you don't even like stutter or pause. You just like pick it up and you like anyone else, it would be like, oh, she's sassy. But like, you just have this beautiful Southern charm about you that like that guy would walk away from that conversation being like, yeah, you know what? I am going to get a dog. Like you just have this way with right. people. She was right. I'm getting That's really big headed. I mean, I saved you. 50 percent now I'm like some sort of spiritual snake charmer person yeah we need to tone it down we're gonna just I mean we're just getting started we haven't even started talking about the bachelor we're still in our first segment and I've already lost lost track of who is feeling anything what the feelings are and why we feel that way I, I think I've had more than enough feelings um, exposed <laughs> to the world in the last few minutes. That's fair. That's fair. Lex, how are you feeling? Uh, I I don't know. I'm in like that like gray space where you're like, I'm feeling hopeful because the inauguration. And I'm also feeling not at all hopeful because of the inauguration so uh middle of the road um you know just doing the same thing I usually do when I'm feeling nothing and everything and that's uh distracting myself on TikTok so that's how I'm feeling as of late very excited to talk about The Bachelor with you guys okay Okay. I'm just like I don't know what even is existence so that's where I'm amen no to that sentence I'm feeling everything and nothing yeah that's that's a whole you're like (laughs) you're so stressed out you just come back to neutral because like your body can't take it anymore it's just like no you're just gonna coast man like that's all you can handle right now that's how I'm feeling (laughs) Uh, can I just copy her answer that sounds 
great. Remember how at the top of the show that you two dumbasses brought me out of the abyss? You did I just, you just drag you back you, in? You literally Let's just we work so hard. You literally, you did not drag me back in. You set me on fire, punched me in the face, tied a stone to my neck, and threw me in. <laughs> one of us one of us you're like you guys have me feeling so good and I was like no you don't bam and I pulled you back down but per your logic I'm sorry per your logic though uh-huh. I should hopefully you threw me with enough momentum that I'll just circle back into like the gray area of neutrality yeah, I threw Numbness. you all the way down to the abyss so that way you'll just like ricochet and shoot back up. So you'll be fine. I mean, you. you should have thrown me deeper so that I could end up in New Zealand where they are crisis free and lifting all of their restrictions. I'm sorry, COVID pandemic virus. Fuck. They're not going to let us in. We're like yeah. 99% of the problem. No, we're not going to send you to New Zealand. They're going to be like, please don't. Just, they're not going to let us in. Yeah. I wouldn't either, to be honest. No, I would not weird. either. Should we just fucking talk about The Bachelor? Yeah, let's get into it. And hopefully through the co- course of this conversation, we all lift each other out of the abyss. Okay. I think so, it'll happen. I think so too. Preamble very no quickly. Let's just kick it off with a little bit of housekeeping. So what mm-hmm. is the first season of The Bachelor that you started watching? And what are your current feelings in general towards the franchise? Who is going to take this first? Um, I'll fucking start. Okay. This is the first, Matt James's season is the first season that I've watched. I made it three episodes in, which is longer than I made it into any other (laughs) of the seasons. And that's just because there are only three episodes right now. Um, And I'm proud of you. I am watching it specifically and solely because of the peony to talk about this with you guys. Because if, if this wasn't, such like a, a prominent topic that our listeners love and that the two of you love to talk about, I would have just not even bothered. And missed out on a cultural phenomenon for the rest of your life. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You have to give it a shot. And I'm still very <laughs> proud you've made it to episode three. I'm giving a lot of credit. It's, yeah. It takes a lot. Each episode's two hours. It really is a commitment. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know how, so I don't know how I didn't realize that each episode is two hours and maybe it's because like, I'm still fairly new to Bachelor. So the first season that I ever watched was um, Hannah's season where she was the Bachelorette, but my roommate, uh, she was getting into it with her coworkers and they were, I don't even remember which season they were preparing for. But she was like, I'm going to watch Hannah's season. Oh, she was watching Peter's season. She was like, I'm going to watch Hannah's season first. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was this Pete the Peter. pilot? Pete the pilot. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Pete was on Hannah's season as one of the contestants. And so He's she was the windmill like, guy. Yeah. The, the windmill guy. Yeah. What <laughs> happened with the windmill? Did he run a plane into the windmill? Oh, no. no he didn't. No. Fantasy sweet baby. Love to her. About the Wait, the fantasy the sweets. 
the fantasy suites are in a windmill. I'm so, so confused. It's kind of like the location of the day part of their fantasy suite. And what made it spicy was that she's like, she basically, like nobody's ever admitted fully that like these yeah. things have happened, but she's yeah. like, this is a very loose quote. Please, Lex, if you know it, correct me. But she was basically like, it was good. It was good three times. Like she like gave you a number. Yeah, she like called it out. Like nobody's ever been that like. Hell yeah, girl. Out and giving you numbers. I mean, three like, times. Ta- well, how was long first. was this date? Three times sounds exhausting. One night. It's one night in the fantasy suite. Well, okay. <laughs> three Are they- minutes of bliss. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, okay, but wait, wait, wait. Are they? Is this? They can't. They can't penetrate until fantasy suite times, or what is the what is the sexual like structure of the show? So I think from from what I've seen, like fantasy suite is like not necessarily that it's a guarantee that you're going to sleep together. It's kind of implied. Yeah. Um, yes. I would imagine though, and I don't have as much experience with it. I would imagine that people are probably hooking up before that, whether they air that or not. I, I'm just saying, I feel like it's happening. Like, uh, I think it's um, a definite possibility. I don't see yeah. why not. They have a lot of like hot tub time on like other dates and like miscellaneous, like what's going on. Yeah. Here. Especially when you're all like at a resort together and you're kind of in the same realm as everybody else i would imagine that it's like oh i'm just gonna creep over to their room and, and you know yeah the the chiquita it's already happened so the chiquita that went on the the um the atv with matt and they fell over and then they went into the hot tub were they naked in the hot tub it was like episode one no. or two no no i don't think so if i remember I correctly, think she, she was like, naked yeah it looked like she had like her outfit on not her full outfit but like it looked like she might have been like a strapless mm, yeah mm-hmm, for some mm-hmm. reason that's coming to mind so like I guess if you're like boobs in enough it yeah she looked a little naked oh no yeah. we would have heard if it was naked and I think with the fantasy suite like they could have they could definitely have sex before but really I think yeah. it's more of a time constraint because you yeah. usually have like your one date they go back uh... or it's a group date the fantasy is the only time that it's optimal because they're already toward the end so you're not like in the getting to know each other phase and you also have like a full-on sleepover the amount of time there is just ideal so do okay do they do the producers keep the bachelor or bachelorette separate from the contestants when they're not actively shooting i don't know I don't, I don't, because I feel like they're supposed to see each other, but I do think they egg on, like, if somebody's like, I really want to go to her room and talk to her, they're like, yeah, I'll come with you. She's in room 501. Because we want to see that. I think, yeah. In Tasha's It just has to be filmed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like if they keep them, like, separate and they only pepper in, like, some production time and then all of a sudden after weeks and weeks of, of that level of teasing they give them the fantasy suite then three times in one night seems feasible i don't know maybe it's because i'm i'm an engaged old lady but like that seems like a lot (laughs) like i'm tired these people are not tired yeah they're also most of them are like they're the youths yeah they are the youths yeah so i think there's that um 
but and also they've been alone for maybe what like two yeah. or three months like I don't even think yeah. they're like I think by that point like, it's there's like, too many people I think yeah. they're dying yeah. yeah they're probably like please anything I beg uh one time 0. 0.5 times well then sure yeah. Well, then no wonder they all fail. No, Like, no good decisions have ever been made under that level of, of genital duress. My favorite eliminations, personally, are the ones after the fantasy suite because it tells you all you need to know. It just... Yeah. It tells yeah. you all you need to know. And it really just breaks it down breaks it right down and there have been people by the way like I don't know what seasons they were so like I don't know if it was pre-Hannah or post-Hannah like whatever but there have been people who have literally woken up so like let's say I go on my fantasy suite with David Muir from ABC because he's on my mind if we don't even make it to the rose ceremony like that evening because I wake up and I'm like this is not gonna work and I've ended it like in my pajamas morning of Mm -hmm. (gasps) <gasps> which so telling so telling I don't know what it tells me but I know it's spicy <laughs> but it's it says something hot so you're a resident <laughs> expert because you've been watching from the jump right or no I did technically watch season one because it started with the bachelor but I will be totally honest I don't remember like details the one I remember okay. starting of was the bachelorette which was Trista. Okay. Uh, which they're still together so something went right there yeah unlike that other bachelorette way along who so many claire (laughs) claire oh yeah are claire and dale still together probably not that seemed like a no fucking disaster (laughs) oh my gosh i'm not gonna lie that broke today oh oh. that's like today i gotta talk to my roommate (laughs) you have to talk to your roommate not gonna last that uh yeah, yeah that was that could be hours of a conversation for me but seriously. no they're trash yeah, <laughs> so it's it from the start so like for me Hannah's season week. oh damn Hannah's season was the first I'd seen almost from start to finish yeah not really and again Emma was watching it because she was preparing for Peter's uh season and I only started watching because she was like I need you to watch this because of this guy Luke P like he's out of control and I just need to make sure oh, yeah. like I'm not missing anything yeah no demon wow. Yeah, demon literal, yeah, literal demon. Um, and then yeah. she got me, then she was watching Claire's season, what was supposed to be Claire's season, and she was like, this is going to be a fucking mess. And I was like, ooh, let me watch this mess with you. Um, and That's then I the just most enticing on. thing you have to say. This is gonna yeah. Be- well, and then Tisha is like so like wonderful and lovely that I was like, well, I guess I'll stay for good times because mm-hmm. Tisha is so like <laughs> stunning and I'm in love with her. Like, okay. Um, so sweet. Yeah, I and just had an epiphany. Are so cute. What's up? Um, we're gonna get to talking about who all these people are. Um, but Sarah is the Luke P of Matt's season. Whoa! What? Oh, okay. Sorry, I mm. you said Sarah, and I was thinking Katie, and I was like, absolutely. Oh, no, Sarah, the yeah. one that's like the one that's like. <laughs> I don't know about that. She's not as bad as Luke. No, I don't like her for the record, but she is not as bad as Luke P. Sarah removed herself. Well, who knows? Will Sarah come back? She did not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I don't trust her as far as I can Um, throw her, and I cannot throw anything. (laughs) 
Luke was like emotionally, and he wasn't very good at it, but he was. Uh, he was like emotionally abusive. He was doing kind mm. of what Victoria is doing a little bit of, but like not in a fun way. Like he, there was one. Um, I can't even. They were playing rugby or something. It was yeah. like all the guys playing rugby, and yep. he just like clotheslined somebody and like brought them to the ground, and it was not called for. Like the play was over, and he just like beat the shit out of somebody, and it was like, what is happening? And Hannah missed it, so she like, it, it was sort of um, this thing which I'm seeing happen a lot with yeah. Matt, where it's like things would happen and Hannah would miss it, so she kept keeping Luke, and I'm sure the producers were like, keep him for the drama. It yes. such a dick, like absolute trash. So I don't think what Sarah did was appropriate, but mm-hmm. definitely not the same level as Luke. Like, mm. he was so- well, because Luke to me played like the Jesus card. Like, I think he really oh, yeah. thought he was like, mm. like the ultimate judger. Like, I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, he tried to convince the woman who he claimed that he wanted to marry that he kind of called her a whore. And he's like, if you do this, like he gave her all these ultimatums. And I'm like, who are you? I just met, I I met more in the sense of like, became so emotionally attached so fast that logic and reason exited the picture. And there was like a, a 180 in personality where all of a sudden it was like, I'm obsessed with you. I'm the only one that can have you. I do not think she's obsessed with him. I think she is manipulative and I just think she wants like camera time. I do not think she's obsessed with him at all. I think she's really smart. Come get me. I'm not in a group meeting. Cause then she gets like one-on-one solo time for her to crash the date. Yeah. And then later to play the card that like, she's going back for her dad, but then like, she'll tell the camera. She's like, the things with the girls are really bad, but also my dad. I'm like, no, 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 no. Is your dad a card? If you knew your dad only had weeks to live before, like this isn't new information. What? No, she was yeah. very sneaky and she was so rude mm-hmm. when the, the dildo girl, God bless her, whatever her, her name is, Katie. kept asking her. <laughs> she knew that that was going to be her nickname forever, that poor girl. But yeah. <laughs> that was your impression. But like she was, she gave her like a death stare. She's yeah. like, can I come back? Like after she got interrupted, she yeah. did it twice. And it wasn't a look of like, I'm so sorry. I just had to talk. It was more like, get the fuck out of my face. It's my uh, time. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think she really had the feels. I think it was like pure manipulation through yeah. and through. I'm not having the dad card. Cause I think yeah. she played him like a card. And I think that's so inappropriate. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Her. I, I agree um, with that. Like, I mean, I, my roommate and I, we were just sitting there and it was like, why, why would you leave your dad if you were that worried about him? And then, and here's where I was like, here's one of the main reasons why I agree with you, Nat, is uh, when she went and talked to Matt and was like, the girls are being so mean to me and I don't know if I can do it. She didn't bring her dad up at all. I, I think yeah. she like slipped him in at the I very know. end and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You, you have been saying, you told Katie like, oh, Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so scared to lose my dad. And then Katie, like, was so vulnerable and was like, I lost my father mm-hmm. in 2012. I totally get mm-hmm. it. Go be Heartbreaking. With him. Yeah, I was stopping. I was like, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, the way when she was using things to be convenient when she needed it to be, I was like, yeah. that's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Thank she's going to come back and I'm going to be mad about it. 
I was just like, what do you mean? Like now you're triggered by your dad. If we go back to like episode one, her whole intro, who she was as a person was like, I quit working because I had to take care of my dad. And that was like my duty and my responsibility, but I'm going to leave it all because I want to meet a stranger who might be my husband. Like, uh uh-uh. Are you like the doting daughter who's like really doing everything for your dad? Or are you a news producer that's maybe trying to get more screen time and not a fool and going in hard? I wasn't having it. I I was not having it. And then I hope I don't want to like push buttons like or go forward rather before I'm supposed to. But so many thoughts about like when the girls talk to her, like her bullying session or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just looking. Warranted. I'm just looking at Sarah's Instagram to see if her dad's still alive. But continue. Oh my God, I hope so. Oh God, I hear that just, much. Jesus. Um, it looks like two, <laughs> two so. days ago, two days ago, she posted a photo of her and like her whole family. And dad looks chipper. Dad's chilling. Okay, dad, he looks good. good. Yeah, he's hanging Dad didn't out. do anything. I won't pick on yeah, him. No, no, no. She <laughs> also, Sarah also Thank posted... God. Um, today, an image, and it's just a quote that says, real queens fix each other's crowns. And if that isn't a direct (laughs) dig at Victoria, I don't know. I don't know what it is. is. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think my favorite thing about last night's episode, and Julie, I think I texted you about it, but one of my favorite things was that, like, with Victoria, and I know she is, uh, I fuck with Victoria. Very divisive. Um, I, when I think about it from an entertainment perspective, I'm like, this is fantastic. Um, but at the very beginning it was like, or at least the way that it was edited, whatever. Yep. It looks like yep. she's decided like Sarah is now my next target. Cause she's my biggest threat. And then mm. Sarah sabotages herself essentially. So Victoria doesn't have to do fucking anything. Yeah. Yep. And she gets to hang out for another Victoria's week. Victoria's always like, doing the most. She's doing the most. She's doing the Always most, and she didn't. And there were a few moments where it was like she was trying to do the most, and then it was yeah. like, "Victoria, you don't have to do anything." But I did love that last night's episode. She kind of just became like everyone's inner monologue. Like yeah. she, she was saying in the way she was interrupting Sarah, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's a hundred percent what I'm thinking right now." So I and what did off. I tell you? I replied to you and said, "She's not here for Matt. She's here to do like how New York." got a spinoff of flavor of love and then she got her own show like that's what victoria is i think aiming for and honestly like fuck the bachelor i would watch that show like put it on bravo have andy cohen produce it and let's fucking go which how there hasn't been as his representative he would never (laughs) (laughs) how there hasn't been an andy cohen chris harrison collab i don't know Oh, I love them. They should ask me to dinner. I like them both so much. Like a date. Did you like Chris Harrison's uh, erotica? Oh my God. If I didn't think I loved him before, I was like. (laughs) (laughs) I was sweating. I think I changed into a tank top. I was like. (laughs) Spicy. Spicy. I love to mean like I had a hand in coordinating tonight's activity, like eyebrow waggle. Like I was yeah. like, "What? I don't." He had where a is lot of hands going, and then <laughs> magical. <laughs> Let me just. I did like plug my book. Yeah, seriously. I did like 
um victoria and last night's thing like her comments were mm-hmm. spot on mm-hmm. i don't care for her i do not want to support her in any way i would not watch i would want to watch her show but i think from like a principal standpoint yeah. i'd be like nope this <laughs> but is I might so like interesting i love her so much i don't like her for yeah, that i don't like her. her on this show but you i like her for it. anyone i can't even fathom her being with no. someone <laughs> no, I don't think she needs to be on a on a dating love marriage show. I think she needs to be like a real housewife junior. Like I think she needs to be like on one she needs to be on like whatever the Florida version of Jersey Shore is. Like that's what she in. needs to don't be. Don't loop on. us in. That's what she needs to there be. In. Been- and honestly, like mm-hmm. I understand why people hate her. But she's that bitch that I'm like, fuck it. Let's go to brunch and maybe get arrested. Like, yes. She was so mean to Marilyn. I I was cringing. I felt so terrible for her. Yeah. Marilyn did nothing wrong. Yeah. And Marilyn, kudos, because as a seasoned watcher of the show, I've seen what happens when the guy is like, I heard this about you. And then yeah. they're like put in a corner where either A, you, you're bad because you yeah. talk shit. You're like, well, no, that was yeah. them. And that's bad. Yep. Or B, you look guilty. I felt so bad for her. She tried to take the high road. She yep. didn't even like talk badly about her. She could yep. have. She yeah. didn't. And she still got fucked over. I yep. was like, oh my gosh, this girl can't win. I yeah. used to think also it was a lot of like the editing. Because that's like what everybody says, right? Like, oh, the editing. Yeah. Something. yeah. I don't know all of the bad people, but I do know one of them. Seasons back, there was a girl named Corinne with cheese pasta that was kind of like her funny thing she was, was like she an adult woman nanny? who had a nanny yeah, yeah. uh-huh <laughs> okay I didn't know her but I like ended up finding out through like a grapevine somebody that did know her because she was from Miami and they said she was literally demonic and made people cry in high school from the terrible person that she was my yeah. su- my thing I'm coming to the conclusion like seeing reunions and like following like the villains after the fact I think they all really kind of suck maybe they're kind of made to look like extra shitty fair not even going to defend that because producers are shady I do like bravo I know what's up yeah I know it's probably worse but I'm I don't think they're like like mother Teresa competitors you know I think it happens in the casting process concerned yeah they need they need a bad guy they yeah. need a Corinne. Yeah. They need a Sarah. Because I think she's a bad guy, but like a lesser one. They need yeah. a Victoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's just there for like the lulls. And yeah. also, she's the most least put together villain I've ever seen on that show. I guess have a. <laughs> you ever, I just like this model I looking just, person. I just watch. But like ugly on the inside. It's I a just, disaster. I just I watch every week how. how her under eye concealer just keeps decreasing and decreasing and decreasing. That girl goes to a sauna before every date. She always looks moist and not in a good way. <laughs> and she always looks moist. Her She's like disheveled with her bra straps. And my bra straps are showing very different. But like, she's just always a mess. She's always yeah. a mess. I'm always like, girl, what did you do before this? Okay. You're just staying at the resort. Here's what's wild to me because I was like, after the first episode, I was like, I need to know more about this person. Like what is going on? <laughs> so I stalked her on Instagram. She is a pageant queen. Um, okay. And she is shocking. Based I, on I was like, 
Right. And I was like, okay, maybe she's hiring like a makeup artist when she's doing pageants and stuff. But she is so put together in every Instagram post, even the ones where she's like in Vegas for my birthday. Like, and there are so many outfits where um, it's clear she's either wearing a strapless bra or she's not wearing a bra. Like I, I don't, I'm not one who's like, oh my God, I can see your bra through your shirt. Like I don't really give a shit. But there are ones where I'm like, this is like, comical like what is happening yeah. so I that's what I'm saying it's not even a judgment thing like oh I see her strap like I'm no yeah. like Tyler or like Luke P or whatever yeah like I'm not like Jesus same. yeah but it's like so extreme it, it's so extreme that I'm like is this a character that she's invented and she's like I'm gonna play the shit out of this because I I don't know where it's gonna take me but it's gonna take me somewhere because like I I don't know and again, Instagram is super <laughs> edited <laughs> but you go through it and I was like reading some of her captions and I was like again this is a thing you wrote but it just doesn't feel like the way that you speak it's wild to me hold if up Victoria on Instagram is doesn't she have her real license to- hold on no, she has so many fucking licenses she doesn't yeah, know what she's think, doing with her life. I think she went to NYU as well for her master's she did she went to NYU for her master's in like nutrition and health coaching or something like yes. that yes here's yeah. the thing all right here's me spitting it into a positive because I love this mm-hmm. bitch I agree she did create this character She's playing this character to perfection. And then when she leaves, she needs to go completely off the grid, completely disappear, reemerge as a dramatic actor and just fucking nail her opening feature. And that's it. Yeah. That's the redemption story. Bam, she's yeah. going to, she's going to be the lunatic on, on paradise. That's never going to happen. Oh. Oh, I forgot Paradise was a paradise. thing. Oh. She is literally, if you dic- if you like look up in a dictionary, like ideal Paradise candidate. Wow, 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 wow. would appear. You, you know, you know. I do wrong. find her comical. I give you the entertaining thing. And it might be an act. I think that's a good point that I didn't think through. Yeah. Who else do we I hate? hate? I don't know. Who else I want to hit hate? her in the face. Oh, the uh, girl who looks like she has the name of the American girl doll. Kit, <laughs> I'm Kit Shady. I'm waiting Kit, for her yeah. to emerge like a Kit cocoon, shady. like a butterfly cocoon. Kit definitely stays up after everyone else has gone to bed and writes in her journal all of like the sound bites that she's gonna give so that she gets airtime. Like all of her, everything yes. she says is so structured and rehearsed that I'm like. Oh, you've, you've been practicing this. Like you literally mm-hmm. probably think in your head of like the insults that you're going to deliver or like the clapbacks that you're going to deliver. And they're like, like the delivery is horrible. The content has potential. She had yeah. last night though, in the bullying session, cause that's yeah. just what I'm going to call it of like Sarah, she had one of the final lines, at least like that they cut to. And I thought yeah. it was awesome. I was like, Remind that's me what true. Was it? She said, again, I'm terrible verbatim, but it was basically like, I hope you really like Matt because your other time with the girls is going to be a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. that's true. Yep. That's absolutely accurate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but like how she said it, like she looked like pure evil. I was like, ooh, yeah. yeah. Spicy. She's yeah. the one that rolled up in that. She rolled up in a Bentley, I think. I think yeah, so. with a tutu. I just remember her she outfit. Had the tutu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like a shag carpet. And I was like, what's happening? Like, what are we doing? She's a fashion entrepreneur. 
You uncultured that swine. You know nothing. <laughs> okay. Uncultured swine. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Her, I think she looked hideous in that one. dress. She's, I, she's the next to one. leave she's or like to the be next, the bachelorette? Like, person. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, no, like the next villain. She's definitely like mm. right there. I wouldn't have called Sarah a villain. I don't think she was. She was just a pain in the ass. Yeah. But I think Kit and Victoria, who outwardly just don't like each other. So seeing them yeah. in last night was funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's yeah. going to get good. Okay. Watching Victoria be on the, like, agreeing with everything Victoria was saying. I was like, this yeah. is so weird, but I... Yeah, you're not going to realize it's weird till like, next week. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like oh. God damn it. Yeah, I... Kit, Kit is shady. Kit's got, like, a, she's got a face. Yeah. She's got a whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's because she's injected with so much that it doesn't move. She's Wait, very... No I hate, no bad. shade. Sh- I get, I get baby me. Botox. I'm, I'm all for people that want to get injected, but, like... I really thought that was her face. She's just I'm like serious. the opposite of Victoria. Like face doesn't like move. Five pounds of makeup. <laughs> like, like it's a lot. Wait, I'll wait. We need her. to she's talk about shiny. Speaking about, she's never. She. I mean, it's a perfect face. It might it be a mask. She may me. have. She may have yeah. taken off someone else's face and put it on her own head. We need to talk about that. Okay. Did you see that kiss <laughs> with Sarah? Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah, yep, with yep, the yep, foundation yep. that ended up on Matt's face. Yep. I'm oh, obsessed. I think that was last week. <laughs> it was on. The, I think yeah, it was on like, their I date when he yeah. like, leaned in yeah. to kiss her. Oh, and oh god, I was like, no. All no. the memes. This is like, why homegirl forgot her setting spray. This is why the bachelor <laughs> needs to have a makeup artist, like yeah, for so many reasons. But w- yeah. also, I think you guys talked about this in the last episode. Maybe, maybe not. But like how all of the contestants have to provide their own makeup, their own hair, their own yeah. clothing, like. That is wild to me. I wouldn't get on for that alone. So you're the one listener that keeps coming back and listening to the peony. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You can just admit it. It's it's flattering. I'd like to know. I just like Lex. You were telling me like people go into like people take out mortgages for this. Yeah, they take out like second mortgages on their homes. They do. Um, It it's bonkers like how much debt they go into or you know they have a lot of money or whatever like yeah that's why you look at like like Matt is a what is he like luxury real estate agent in New York City like yeah okay okay even though they didn't say (laughs) that was his job on the show they said he did something with kids they Uh didn't even plug that he was like into luxury real estate if you go back Uh it's like yeah. I volunteer with these children. I mean, it was very noble, yeah. but it's just yeah. not luxury real estate. One, yeah. And also, who hasn't taken out a second mortgage for love? I, yeah. I mean, that's very common. I've done it a few times. I am dirt poor. <laughs> dirt poor. Everyone does so, Okay, here's my pitch. There are some reality TV shows that have sponsors, right? So they specifically tell you mm-hmm. like, oh, this is this program is sponsored by, and they'll like give you the, they'll Chris like Harrison's point it out, erotica. right? Well, so here's <laughs> what I'm thinking, right? Here's what I'm thinking. Rent the runway can be a sponsor to provide outfits to the girls for their evening wear. They can get a champagne sponsor because they're always fucking chugging champagne so they can actually like drop a brand name in there. Like start getting the fucking like money that way because Brie Larson in the Nissan Rogue commercial in between takes is not fucking doing it for me. Well, 
so here's my thing. Did it? I, it did it for you. You talked about it. Yeah, now you're talking about you're it. Talking so about they got it. Now. She's Captain fucking Marvel. The woman has an Oscar. What is she doing driving a rogue? At least put her in the I biggest SUV from Nissan. I have no she idea. She sounds very financially responsible. I would let her do my taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do? Okay, so in all, like... Talking about, I guess, issues with The Bachelor. I don't know if that was something we were going to get into. But I do think, like, The Bachelor has been around for a really long fucking time. There is no way they are not bringing in a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. So, to me, like, what is the purpose? And I don't expect anybody to have the answer. But, like, what is the purpose of having people have to do their own hair, makeup, and provide these outfits? And they have to, like, or they should. Um... Well, actually, I don't know if this is, like, in the rules and regulations of being on The Bachelor, but I assume they have to be, like, really nice looking. Um, To me, it's just, I don't know, it just seems like a classist issue. Like, okay, well, uh, you have to provide these things, and if you can't, you can't be on The Bachelor. So it very quickly narrows down, like, who can and or will submit to be on The Bachelor. And I'm just like, look, like, you have kind of finally touched on the issue that there's never been a, a black bachelor um so we have that like I, I feel like the next thing you guys are gonna have to ta- like the bachelor is gonna have to think about is this issue of of uh people who don't have these incredible incomes like being able to be on the show like i don't know it it is wild to me it is so wild to me anyway that's my soapbox about the bachelor <laughs> No, it's completely true. Half of these women are Instagram models that are not bringing in cash. So, like, how are they doing this? You have to put your height and weight. Like, first of all, your height and weight are on the application, which Mm -hmm. is already a little telling. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The things are weird. And, I mean, aside from the fact, and obviously it's not fact, I'm just talking out of my ass at this point. I think, obviously, they want to keep as much money for themselves as they can. So, they're like, I don't want to provide all these things for you. But also for the sheer fact that why was I just talking about Victoria? Like, it's kind of funny to see how you go on your own. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of awful because it's at other people's expense. But yeah. it's kind of like, this is how you go rogue. You know, like, that, that's more yeah. entertaining than looking, than seeing them all, like, beautifully, like, I Barbie am, tailored. I think it's I, kind of a both thing. I think it's a vile that the only woman that is not a size zero or a size two is Victoria, who is the villain. And even then she's still fucking skinny. I know she's still thin. I wouldn't even put her in that bucket, to be honest. I didn't really think about it. She's bigger than the other girls. Like she doesn't have the, like, so relatively speaking, like she doesn't have the flat belly and the six pack and the, this and the, that, but she's still like what a size four, a six, like, that's not reflective yeah. of the women that are watching this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think part of the reason well, I, hello. Like, we've talked about the uniforms and like their weird ass little game uniforms. I'm sorry, Lex, I didn't want to interrupt you. No, that's like, that's haven't my, you seen the, when they play the game. games, they have like the weird little like shorts, like they all have like these matching outfits. Yeah. That only looks good on certain people. I don't think yeah. they're going to put me in shorts and a crop top for a basketball competition. So I feel you have to fit the mold. There's like only this uniform, only this look. Like you better fit. If not, you can go to the left. Like yeah. they're really picky. Yeah. 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 Even with the height, I think like part of the reason I was like, yeah, go Chelsea is she's what, like maybe five foot 11, maybe mm-hmm. six, like 
maybe six so foot. Tall. She's so yeah. tall. And like, she's the one, like when she and Matt are next to each other, I'm like, yes, this yeah. isn't weirding me <laughs> out. Like you're not two feet For shorter sure. than him. Yeah. But Which Matt also what? is like Chris commented on it the very first moment. He was like, wow, you're really tall. Like the bachelors that they've had haven't been that tall either. He's six four. Yeah. Which I feel like Natalie and I went into this. Natalie and I went into this in that episode. I I have no, I have no recollection of who was the tallest and who was the shortest. I think Pete the pilot was the shortest. I think Pete the pilot was the shortest. Yeah, and he was like five nine or something. He he still wasn't that. Yeah, but most like the average was like maybe six foot or six one for the men, Mm -hmm. Um, and then the average, the average for the women. I think was I don't even fucking remember five six or something five, but it's it's oh, no. the reason we yeah. talked about this is because all three of us here are mm-hmm. taller than the average woman statistically speaking, so yeah. we probably yeah. wouldn't make it. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would make it. We're, we're taller. Reasons, but. We're not a size zero. Nope. We're poor. <laughs> We and have brains. Any Just more kidding. mortgages? It's, uh, it's too much yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah I don't even know okay. the first mortgage. Okay, so, so yeah, really. we hate Sarah. We hate Kit. Some of us hate Victoria. Um, who who do we love? I know Lexi said Chelsea. Are you, like who? Okay, who do we love in general? Like multiple people, and then who are we rooting mm-hmm. for to be like the one that gets the ring? Abigail. Abigail. Yeah. I'm oh, rooting for Abigail, Abigail to, get okay. the, to get the ring. For Abigail sure. is, is the her. deaf one, right? Yes. She's like some She's, sort of like half deaf. I'm not sure. I is, yeah. look at her and I'm like, fuck off. Like, like she's a normal person. Like she's not famous. She's not famous. Yeah. She might be after this, but like she was a normal person. And I'm like, oh, normal people that are this beautiful exist in the wild like i just look at her and i'm like she's fucking gorgeous what is she doing on this show she can probably land any fucking guy she is she's not even like narcissistic about how like beautiful she is like she's just like she's almost just humble well i assume being deaf will humble you like whoa no i know but like it's not like canceled (laughs) but she's not like everyone thinks i'm beautiful you know she's just really like wow like she seems like like that taylor swift joke that she's always like wow oh my god like she's almost like impressed at everything like i guess she's so like naive and innocent and like pure i just think she's so cute like where did we find her yeah so cute she's adorable she's really adorable yeah yeah I uh I love her. I love um I also especially after last night's episode, I love Katie. Yeah. Dildo. Um yep. poor Katie. Uh she did great I just, last night. Yeah, I think just the way she handled the whole situation, like yeah, you know, trying to get her date back, but then afterwards going up to Sarah and being like, This is why it wasn't okay. And like, yeah. I am mad at you. Period. Yeah. And like didn't apologize for her feelings. And then yeah. later on when she had that conversation with um sarah again and she's just she was so um so understanding and empathetic but also very firm like all of the stuff that people tell you like this is how to have a difficult conversation mm-hmm. like she did it flawlessly it. and yeah. it was so cool to watch um that single tear 
Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that beautiful tear. Um, yeah, I love her. I also really love MJ as well. Um, oh, yeah. She's really a really down ass hair. bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. down yeah, I feel bad. I, only I love hair. her. And yeah. then I love, love Chelsea. I, I, I know the part where Sarah, like, so the part where, like, Sarah, um, like, talked to the group or whatever, and then they all dispersed, and she was just, like, trying to find someone to, like, keep talking to, and she turns to MJ, and she's like, can I just, like, talk to you? And MJ was just like, no, I'm still trying to unpack what you said back there. Like, I'm... Yeah, I have to go cool down. Yeah, she's like, I don't don't have the space for you right now. And I was like, hell yeah. She has refreshing bachelor just honesty. Like, for the most part, she's not, like, trying to be, like, all, like, pretty and Yeah, she's just, like... She's real. Yeah, she's got bruh girl vibes. Like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like her. She's pretty neat. I also really love Anna. which one's oh, Anna? Anna? She's the blonde. Um, uh, oh, is she like the but, crazy person? Is she yeah, like a little bit. Of- She's like a lot of chaotic energy. <laughs> and I think in the first episode, I can't even remember what Anna. she did. But she was like, I was like, oh, oh God, I hate Anna. her. Oh, I hate her. Nope. I love fuck, her chaotic fuck energy. Anna. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Give it nope. time. Give it time. Nope. Uh, she says nope. only a lot. Like, she's a handful. Yeah. But I do yeah. find her funny. Like she's yeah, she has good intentions. I think. Yeah. Uh, now I think I, inter- I interrupted you about you were going to say something. I think about MJ. So I apologize. Oh no no no! Um, I'm actually backtracking about your comment with Katie. I did not care for her before last night. Ooh. I just, I kind of, I was okay with her entrance. I'm not like a prude and boring. I thought it was funny, but I kind of thought she like rode it the whole night. <laughs> pun intended like I think she just kind of like kept going back to like <laughs> she put it on the table like I didn't think she really had anything yeah. to contribute except for like her gag gift so I kind of wrote her off but yes amen I think she handled last night so well I don't think I would be able to be as compassionate and open if like hours before you had been that rude to me I don't know if yeah. I could have done it and she it seemed so genuine so now I'm a Katie fan I don't think she's Matt's person. I think she will have to keep it moving. But I do like her more as a person. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I almost so, feel like somebody sure. from like Tasha's season would be a good match for Katie. And who is Maybe that like John Paul Jones. Like oh, I love John Paul Jones. Oh my God. He's a, if a golden retriever was a John dog. Paul Jones. Or I'm sorry. Google him. You want me to look him up? A golden retriever was a person. It would be John Paul Jones. Just like what is he? A fucking pope? John Paul Jones? What is this? Oh no! But that's like how he says his name. He's like, I'm John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones was the United States first well-known naval commander in the American Revolutionary (laughs) War. (laughs) Him? He probably was though. Yeah, probably (laughs) what he was named after. Um, And he dated Tasha for a long time. Yeah. Which yeah. is so weird. Like, I can't see it. Oh, this guy. Oh, wasn't he? Hold on. Wasn't he also on Hannah's season? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I hated him on it. Yeah. No, I don't fuck he, yeah. with him. He I was, don't fuck with him. I thought no, he was silly on He on gets better Hannah's with time. Season. I yeah. feel like he grows on you. I also thought he was weird or whatever, like negative emotions toward him. And now I'm like, he oh, made me gay. nauseated every time he would come on screen. So cute and weird. So silly. I want to know who his parents are. Every time I watch a scene with him, I'm like, who raised this person? I'm just like, I'm yeah. fascinated. He's so yeah. strange. He has his like, mom's name is Barbara. 
that track. I bet. Look it up. Look it up. Okay, I'm looking it up. <laughs> I, uh, Let's see. No, I feel like JPJ. JPJ. Oh, of course, he's a financial analyst. That's why, like, he had like just like a finance <laughs> bro vibe that I was look. not fucking. Yeah. No, fuck that. No, he's got also. He okay. He is, but he doesn't act like a bro like that. JP. Yes, he does. He doesn't JPJ, act broy. JPJ has four siblings, and they all look like they could be quintuplets. Oh, I so there like are four other. Four other. He did theater in college. Yes, he did. He okay. <laughs> he so did. he has three sisters and a brother. Ah, oh. <sighs> oh, there's five of them. There's five of them. Oh, God, that woman's womb is exhausted if they all like came out of there. Five Katie of and them. Joe from Tasha's season. I feel like Joe didn't get the love he needed. I don't know who these Who's people Joe? are. Even though you did make a comment that I think, did you like Zach? I did not like him. I did like Zach. I didn't I like was him. not gunning for him. I I was gunning <laughs> for him for a while. I was gunning for Ben. And then Ben got a little like, I was like, Ben, I need you to grow up just a little bit like just a little bit i do still like more. ben but yeah um, he's pulling some like child stuff i really like uh i really liked brendan um that's guys, what i want breaking wanted. news yeah. breaking so news breaking oh. news and i want to know how you feel about this about um, now that you know this john paul jones mm-hmm. is um Dr. advertising Jerry. advertising on his instagram mineral fusion makeup Love it. It's very on board. I would buy it. Super into it. Whatever he wants. You two are fucking brainwashed. This guy is a tool. Uh, You know what? No, he's so nice. I I know he's, no, he has the face of a tool. I will not take that away. His aesthetic is douchebag. But he's so Mm -hmm. weird and quirky and nice. He doesn't match his face. It's weird. (sighs) I'll have to take your word for it. Oh, a Speedo. There's a Speedo photo. Oh, I don't want to see that. I don't want to date JPJ. I just enjoy his presence. Oh, well, then maybe I should stop zooming in on his penis. Couldn't find out who his parents were. For your own sanity. Couldn't find out who his parents were. I didn't care for Zach. How do we get on this topic? Oh, Katie? What are we talking about? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who would be a good Oh, who who we want him to end up with. Yeah. I, this isn't helpful because I'm only working with like two seasons. Um, I really loved uh, Jordan from um, uh, Claire slash Tasha season as well. But I think he, he and Joe, I think, got eliminated the same night um, with Tasha. I'm like, looking him up. I, I just thought he was so cute. Like, Jordan's like super nerdy, has the little glasses on, and then he takes his glasses and I his love shirt the off. Wired and, glasses. Like, ruin my life, please. Like, sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, what a was that movie that they situation? did that with your girl? Yeah, Jordan Chapman was his name. He was the one that I was like, I'm in love with you. Um, no, who was the anesthesiologist or that surgeon? I think he was Asian. Was it Joe? Joe. I, I that love guy. Joe. Ooh. Yeah, Joe was also. Joe. Joe was cute too because I think uh, there was that like wrestling match that he, he and he went up against Easy who like, Easy was like an NFL, like I think like a linebacker <laughs> or something. Fucking huge. And Jordan's just like, um, I'm an anesthesiologist. Like, okay. And he, he was like, I gave him my best. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, I would have died. 
I Joe, know. well, Tasha and Zach recently ran like a 5K or something, like a virtual 5K, and they were oh. on a team with Joe. Like they're still friends, which I think is so oh cool. Oh my god. <laughs> Julia. Joe I have no idea what any of cute. you are saying. I have no clue what <laughs> I'm saying. Super cute guy balling because he was an anesthesiologist mm-hmm. and he just didn't make the cut. But it's sweet because they're still friends in the afterlife and they run virtual 5Ks together. I'm I'm on. looking at the cast from Tasha's season and okay. they need to fire whoever photographs these headshots and get a makeup artist <laughs> instead. Jesus, this is Do you horrendous. guys not think so? Tasha had some of the hottest guys to me I have she ever seen. She had a did. good amount of people. She also had, I would say like, and maybe it's because uh, they were older. Like a lot of them were late twenties, early thirties. They were just so much more confident in that, like perfection. Yeah, in that like chill way of like, I just know who I am as a person, and even the parts of me that I don't know, I'm like, I'm comfortable figuring it out. And so yeah. they were. I think they were also just so much more attractive in that way too. Yeah. They were, yeah. I, yeah, it was so. It was I remember so, just seeing so them being like, "Damn, she got a good-looking group of guys." Because usually, I only yeah. really like like two or three physically yeah. out of the yeah. mafia that we get. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I have a whole selection here. I'm like they, a grocery store they, selection." Although I feel like it's the same thing with the guys as it is with the girls. Like they're all fucking skinny. Like yeah, you're cut, but oh, like yeah. no, you're all, fucking yeah. so lean. Like same thing with yeah. Matt. Like, how the fuck does he stand up on those little twiggy legs? Can we skinny talk for me. about Matt? I like, I like cushion. Yes. Let's talk about, do we like Matt? I want everybody like, what our thoughts are. Okay. I think he's a fake-ass motherfucker. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Oh, my God. Wait, Lex, this is your blowhorn moment. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it was beautiful what julia yeah all your thoughts. i'm dying how i just feel like he's this whole time has just been like very vulnerable and emotional and like we see that but like that one part where he like tells her sarah in their little one-on-one where she's like She's like, I think I'm gonna leave. And he's like, I don't, I don't want you to leave. Like he told her something very different about like how he felt towards her and the connection and my feelings towards you and blah blah blah. And then he comes out to the rest of the women and he's just like, Oh, yeah, like we had a moment, but like we got to keep it going. Like he didn't share any of that. So like the fact that you're going to tell a woman, like I have such deep feelings for you and it happened so fast and I don't want you to leave and then come back and completely like pretend like you didn't just profess all of these things to a woman and just like get right back into the rhythm of dating all the other women. It's like, if you care about her that much, like then you should have just fucking chosen her in that moment. Oh, and he also said, because I do think this was shady, 100% agree with you. He even said, he's like, I would have done the same if it was any of you. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not what you said upstairs. Like, exactly. He made it seem like it was like not a big deal. He's like, yeah. I would have done it with any of you. Yeah. But then I'm like, that's totally different language. I was also taken yep. back by that. So kudos. Yep. I don't know if it changed my whole perception of him, but I didn't like it. I don't know. Trust, trust is one of those things that like, 
once there's like a thread loose on the sweater, I want to just start pulling at it and see what the fuck else you're hiding under there. Shady. Shady. That was like the first (laughs) moment that I saw him actually be a fuck boy. And I was like, all right, now I'm interested because I live to break men down. I would like to go next about their thoughts know, about that. Who wants to follow that? I, I think so good. Well, I, yeah, let's do it. Um, I texted you about this, Julia. I, I yep. don't, I don't dislike Matt. I just think like he's kind of blah. Yep. Um, and so the way I described him uh, is he's sort of like a cupcake, like really nice looking, like looks, seems really sweet, like Mm -hmm. very um, charming or whatever. Like I get why so many people are like obsessed Mm -hmm. with him, Mm -hmm. but it, but like not a whole lot of substance. Like I, I like, give me a brand muffin of a person. Like I, I, there's just like not, there's like no sense of humor Mm -hmm. happening. Like, I don't know who he is as a person versus like, like a lot of people on like a lot of the guys on Tasha's season, I was like, these people are kind of like kooky and wild, yeah. have good senses of humor. Like, yep. And they were full people. And he just feels very, yeah. uh, and I think like, he just seems super closed off. So I can't get a read of like, who are you? Like what, right. What is which happening? He, which he like the, kind of talked about and said that that was an issue yeah. of his, I will say, just to respond to that, the most intimacy that I have seen him shown has been in his one-on-ones with Chris Harrison. Like when he was with Chris, <laughs> he was talking yeah. about like, I'm the first black bachelor. Yep. I have the most diverse season. I had the most women write in. Like that's a lot of pressure yeah. on like representing black people, representing yeah. like, like all of these things. And he was just like sharing that. And I was like, I want to see more of that guy. But then when yep. he's with the women, like that's not there. It's just like this like layer of like bravado, but it's not as in your face as it is with other people. And that's why yeah. it's kind of, it's like a subtle bravado, but it's definitely like a very, very solid wall. And so I live for the interactions that he has with Chris because I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is where shit's going to get They're actually They're the only real. ones we get. Yeah. 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 I'm okay. curious to see yeah. like what happens when he, like as the season progresses. Mm-hmm. And or, you know, if for any reason he's ever on another season, like, yeah. what would that be like? Um, because I think there's a lot more to him. It's just, yeah. we're not seeing it. So I'm kind of right. like, why am I watching this show? Right. Which I think maybe that's why you've got, like, it, it seems like Victoria is a bigger personality than she is. Like, she is a big personality, yeah. but I think just thinking about, like, previous seasons, it, yeah well the three, two or three that I've watched um it counts, it counts. Yeah, 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 yeah she wouldn't seem so out of left field really yeah um but you have a like a lot contrast. of new, yeah you just, he's, he's just well, got kind of like a muted oh, personality I wonder well I wonder like I wonder if that is informed by the fact that he's black like I wonder if there's just a little bit yeah. of regard because of the pressure of being the first black bachelor and being on such a program and having so many people tune in and I'm wondering like is that a pressure that he's putting on himself is that something that like the producers are like like 
oh, we need to have a black bachelor to address what's happening in the country. But he like, yes. he can't be too quote unquote black. Like, right. so I want to know, like, where is that coming from? Yeah. I also, I'm curious what the production crew looks like. Like yes. it's one thing to have like, a you black... know what the production crew looks yeah. like. <laughs> so, you know, it's like the, you can, and I think you can do it with movies too. Like you can see the difference of like a, a crew or a film that is made by like, that has black actors in it, but it's mm-hmm. made by a white director, a white mm-hmm. crew mm-hmm. versus films where the whole crew or most of the crew is black your Mm -hmm. cast is black there's just there's a level of um comfort that comes Mm -hmm. with that because people understand the story you know they understand you more they understand your background uh they can relate to you so I'm I'm curious to see because this happened on Tisha's uh season when she and Ivan I think it was their first one-on-one. They talked about like Black Lives Matter, everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And it was such a... They had a beautiful one-on-one. Yeah, they had a beautiful one-on-one. And so I'm curious to see like if Matt, you know, does if mm-hmm. Matt gets to have that and he gets to have that sort of like ICU moment. Um, but then it's also weird that he, it's like, he, not that he has to have that, but it's like the fact that he's not getting to have that with any of these contestants the fact that it even needs to be something that we're like oh I guess I hope that Matt gets to have this moment mm-hmm. it's yeah I don't think Matt yeah. had his own ICU moment I have to be yeah. honest I feel like yeah. Matt is very nice but Matt is mixed race totally cool but like you know he he's even talked about like with his really intimate moments with Chris mm-hmm. he feels kind yeah. of straddled in between kind of two yeah. worlds even growing up if you look at his Instagram and like what he puts out there which again is just only so much it yeah. seems like he definitely hangs out with a lot of white people he's living with Tyler like I just feel like Matt doesn't know himself fully yet and then I think he has that going on and then pack on the bachelor I definitely think the producers are like we reel that black in like yeah we just want to make this yeah. neutral we're just getting our quota checked basically yeah so I think he's like bat- battling his own thing then we have the producers then we have who do I pick because they're both going to be a problem like choose a black girl that's a problem choose a white girl that's a problem mm-hmm. I think it's just like he is just I feel like homeboy is overwhelmed mm-hmm. I I well I was gonna before I got like slightly deep I was gonna say physically I don't find him that attractive I don't mm-hmm. really care for his face but he's got like nice abs I'm not gonna take that away I'm gonna be nice put a paper but, bag on him <laughs> He also has a Colgate smile. He has a lovely dentist smile. And I will not take that away either. It's very white. And he very has straight. a very nice he smile. Should, yeah. yeah. He should. So does Abigail. Abigail's smile is like, Beautiful fuck that. Perfection. It just melts my heart. Yeah. Beautiful smile. And that's why they make a nice couple. But my only comment with him is, I also think probably because of his inner struggles, he is so boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like so nice. He really is mm-hmm. yeah. so sweet. I'm sure he would help me cross the street. He's so nice. But as yeah. I told my mom last night, he is vanilla and I yeah. like vanilla bean. Where's the bean? He's missing the bean. <laughs> He's missing his spice. He's missing his yeah. essence. I love a nice guy, but where's the bean? He should where's... be vanilla bean. And right now he says vanilla. And that's not enough for me. Where is, where's Julia's the face? What the <laughs> okay, fuck just happened? Shock. 
or if, if you're there's, so impressed. There's two flavors of vanilla. There's the kindergarten vanilla, and then there's vanilla bean for adults. And he's just too vanilla for me. I need some spice. I feel like I could be like, move. And he'd be like, sorry, I'll buy a new house. Like, you know, he's just like too nice. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you? So I, yeah. I need Matt to just insert the bean, be assertive. And he don't just want needs us to know himself. Insert the bean. I'm very concerned. <laughs> which is different from this. flick the bean, this, which is what he'll be doing in the fantasy suites, hopefully. Oh my God. I don't think so. You're going to see, I, I don't you're going to, so. the door to the fantasy suites going to close and you're just going to hear Matt go, huh? Oh, sorry. No. Do you want to? Oh, sorry. Oh yeah. I think, oh, that's mm-hmm. it. Oh, sorry. Oh God. <laughs> Awful. I don't want to see him and end up with that. that I think be, he needs. That I think might be for somebody. It's not for me. <laughs> I think that I agree with you. I think there is work that he needs to do on himself, and work Post. that he needs to do in relationships off camera. Yes. Yeah. To like, like it's great if he's using this as a platform of accountability because he said his goal is to let his walls down, and so if he's using this as like a way to be held accountable to that and be called out on it, like fantastic, great, but like that's not like you got to do the work and until you do the work on yourself to know who you are come to terms with who you are and eventually come to love yourself then you're fucking useless to anyone else and they're useless to you I think he has thought that that process was probably not necessary for him because everyone's probably gone like his whole adult life being like oh my god you're so tall you're like a model you're so handsome you're so nice so he's probably like I'm complete but really, he's like completely lost. He's the only complete he is. He's well. missing the bean. So. <laughs> I think I wonder too. Like, I, meant, kind of, I mean, what I said. <laughs> kind of like going back to, to like who he's hanging out with. Like, if he has had again the opportunity to meet and talk to people with similar experiences, mm-hmm. and you know, he's trying to like straddle these two different worlds and these two very different experiences, and so mm-hmm. it just has sort of like paralyzed him in a way where it's like mm. okay mm-hmm. let me true. let me That's do this thing because this is like I don't know I'll 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 do this thing that feels a little bit more comfortable versus like stepping into that harder area and I I don't know I just think he like mm-hmm. uh, I hope he I hope he gets to have more of those vulnerable conversations and like let those walls down Mm -hmm. I think I think there is something like I think there's something there I think I think he Mm -hmm. could very easily easily find the bean to his vanilla but um it it, I I think it's just like such a scary thing to have to let those walls come down and and do that um but yeah you know what I would love to happen because he is that's valid yeah I would like love after the season that we find out that he's one of those types of men that have like a silent rage like he's all like smiles till he goes like because mm. I think no. and he should resent I think he should resent them and I think he's upset because we have to admit what we were talking about at the beginning of the show yeah. Matt is the bachelor because of the time not because they wanted him yeah. it yeah. was just of the time and they yeah. were checking a box and then yeah. they couldn't even commit which it's not shading Matt at all. But like, then they went with somebody who was half white, half black. So basically when I say Matt, I think of like ABC, like dipping their toe into like Mm -hmm. the 
equality pool or whatever like kind of pool so like Matt is just like this token guy who's just black enough and I think it's super obvious so I think my hope is that maybe like we see a part of him after the final rose whatever like that he'll be like you know what I was really angry and I just couldn't be myself because I was mad that I didn't think I was bettering anybody yes I was just maybe doing just as much harm even though I didn't know it yeah at the time and I petition to move the bachelor to vh1 Oh my god. I also Fine. wonder like Fine. if Nico. um if because he is uh half black and half white like is there even more like does he feel like there's even more pressure hard to say because we don't have I think there's so. nobody else to like for him to to have that conversation with but he is it's like he already in his life outside of the bachelor is trying to balance these two different identities in a lot of realms like if you were to tell somebody I'm white, they'd be like, no, you're not. And there is so much uh, colorism, even within the black community. Like you hear about that a lot. So he's got all of this other shit going on. And then it's also, I would imagine he's probably had the thought of like, oh, I'm the first black bachelor, but I'm not the first fully black bachelor. Like, you know, there's, there's so much, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many other things going like, that he's having to struggle with and he doesn't have the yeah. space or the way to talk about it and that like it's so fucked like fuck you abc like fucking well, get it together man Ugh. even even if he compares like it's not even the same but like it's still like just so messy but even if he mm-hmm. compares like rachel chose a latin person but like white facing yeah. whatever then you have Tasha, who also chose someone white. So, like, I just think there's yeah. so much that weighs on him. Like, does he feel his responsibility to, like, force a bond that he might not have? Like, that's not genuine. Because if not, like, somebody's going to get on his ass. Like, I just think yeah. even you can't help but compare to people. I feel like the reason he has no bean is because he is mentally drowning. Like, I think homeboy is just, like, yeah, <laughs> I can't have a personality because I'm too nervous. I'll mess things up. Yeah, like, having to play play the part of like gotta be as nice and like perfect as possible because if I I I I can fuck it up either way I I move this yeah he's no matter what he's gonna lose like ultimately yeah he's gonna suck to somebody to some group to something so like it sucks I wouldn't want to be in that position that's a lot of pressure and it really sucks because even your network set you up for failure why is ABC (laughs) like this money why is the world like this (laughs) that's true that's true (laughs) that's true I mean I think you look at like you you step back from just not even ABC but you look at Hollywood as a whole right like yeah I Black Panther right like Mm -hmm. wound up being one of Marvel's biggest films one of the first superhero Mm -hmm. films to be nominated and win an Oscar yep Um, I mean accomplished so much and yep betting against it they were like nobody's gonna want to see this fucking movie and people lost their goddamn minds because Mm -hmm. representation is incredibly important and how the fuck in like i think that movie i think it came out in 2018 like how the fuck did it take that long to be like here's a first all black superhero film um and it's just the inherent racism that is built into these systems that exist like it's it's wild the amount of racism especially in the entertainment industry like 
wild. And I think you see it in, in television shows, especially in reality yeah. TV. There was a season of Survivor. I think this was years ago, but still. Further enough in, mm-hmm. in the future that it shouldn't have happened, where yeah. I think they, they had, uh, it was broken up. The teams were, it was based on your race. Like, yeah. that's how they split it. Yeah. Damn, really? Yeah, I can't, I don't remember which, um, I, it was something I just recently saw some friends talking about. I was like, I would. Um, Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? What crazy. year was that? I, oh, crazy. but was it yeah, fucking nineteen twelve? Was it like Hispanics or like Latin versus Asian? Like I, I don't understand. <laughs> I just can't like wrap my mind around that. How does that work? <laughs> but I do think just like while I genuinely hope Lex, you find something that I can watch and know what the hell you're talking about, because I'm shocked. I do think money though is a huge factor. Because if you look at the statistics of who watched The Bachelor, yeah. they're like white women in the Midwest, like middle-aged. Like it's it's not on paper, like yeah. what those people want. So even if you did have one noble steed who's like, we should move this forward. I don't like just money talks. Like I, I don't think that would benefit them. That's why they had to dip their toes <sighs> and not do it all the way. Maybe Linda in the Midwest needs to have her world rocked by a black man, and then ABC will be singing a different tune. We'd have a lot less Karens if they were rocked by a black man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, people are assholes. People are great. People have micro penises. People are great in bed. Just because someone is of a certain race doesn't mean that they're going to fall. Like, it doesn't mean that they're going to fall in one of those categories and it's, like, guaranteed. That's all there is to it. Please go speak to the Midwest. Yeah. Or just They don't want me. They don't want me. I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm a Soviet immigrant liberal New Yorker living in California. What am I going to say to them? What am I going to say to them? No, you can talk. They might not listen, but you can talk. That's you true. can talk for yeah. sure. That's true. Uh, That's true. So I already do that. Question. That's what this podcast is. So anyway, <laughs> go on. This is going back to Survivor. Yeah. This was uh, the thirteenth yeah. season in two thousand and six. Um, it was Survivor Cook Island. Uh, it was <laughs> tribes, also an issue. Uh, they were referred to as tribes. It was they were broken into four groups: um, Hispanic Americans. Uh, you know what? Uh, Caucasians, um, oh, fuck this. Uh, Hispanic Americans, Caucasian, white people, uh, Asian Americans, <laughs> and African Americans. So, yeah, do with that what you will. The, the look of horror on both of your faces is pretty telling. Yeah, this was 2006. Like, that is 15 years ago, if that. That's not a long time ago. Yeah. Guys, I feel like a terrible person because a part of me is like, who? one and also what in the world like what contestants went on this like I'm so tempted yeah. to like look it up it's uh, just like outlandish like I just can't believe it and we'll be up front Quan won. um and also like how much pride yeah. does that person have like at that time that's crazy yeah. Yeah, it's just weird fake pride. I feel like we're going to have to just do another episode of Survivor. So Survivor and Big Brother are both coming back. I know. Later this year. I have not watched any of them. 
but I will for you, for both of you, so that we can come back here and you can tell me who the good people are so I can shit all over them. (laughs) The villains are so I could be like, fuck yeah, villain. Let's go to brunch. I just want to know that when I get on Big Brother, you guys will talk about me because that's like my ultimate dream. Oh, absolutely. I need to be on Big Brother. I don't know what the premise of Big Brother is. It's like the real world in the sense that you're like locked in, but they got to go out. So I don't know. But it's like the real world in terms of like same group of people all the time. You're in like a house. Yeah. Locked in for like three months. But then you also have competitions to see who's evicted but you can't be screwing people over because then they determine if you win or not. So you have to be really careful. It's like really delicate. You need trivia skills. You need major social skills. You need athletic skills. It's, I don't have Are the Are the challenges (laughs) in the house or do they bring them out? Usually in the yard. I don't understand how Mm -hmm. we don't have five seasons coming this year after the fucking quarantine of 2020. This is literally the premise (laughs) of your entire program. Just fucking PCR Uh, swab all of them, lock them up and- We did have one during the pandemic. Oh, really? It did happen. Uh, Yeah, and when they got eliminated, they leave the soundstage. And it's the same. But like they leave the soundstage and like they, they tell you like, well, you're leaving the house, you know, so you're a bubble. So like put on your mask. And like Julie Chen usually like hugs them when they leave, but they were sitting like six feet apart and you have to have your mask on. But really inside it was the same because they were quarantined like two weeks before separately. So like yeah. they knew that they were clean coming in. Yeah. Can we talk about real quick on this season of The Bachelor, the fucking yes. estate that they're on the fucking mansion i know and poor tasha had that like sad motel resort like quinta resort oh my god no they were not at a la quinta fuck off were they very much at a la quinta they were at a la quinta in palm springs and it's like hot as balls i could i could pronounce it la quinta but it's not even wait hold on la quinta so did she did tasha actually like end it with a partner or just bed bugs like what did she leave the show with probably both but no she did leave with a partner oh good she got engaged good for her and she didn't even get to final two like she eliminated the guy early and like knew from the get-go which is very rare okay i like the guy so that was a hard hit for me so we've seen the previews about next week's bachelor how they're bringing people in is this something they usually do or is this something like new and why are they bringing people in Lex when did you start you said Hannah season did Hannah's they do that in Hannah's season. I think it's so, not an original move I think they did bring some more people into Hannah's episode I can't remember but it was it felt like it was very early on it was like well okay this is yeah. only the fourth episode um it felt like it was like episode three or four so yeah I guess it was around the, the same time I think they did they did on Tasha's season but that's only because Claire like just oh, she dive bombed that she shit so to. yeah so they wound up having to um but I don't it's not an original move but I will say like and I think even as far back as Hannah so I, I definitely agree with you they've started to do it the last couple of seasons like just inject a little more drama for funsies yeah. but it's not an original move like it doesn't go past like three or four years. Yes. Yeah. But now there's I don't like, really care for it. I don't like it. 
But now they're sex worker shaming is what we see. How do we feel about, how do we feel about a supposed sex worker being on the show? And how do we feel about the fact that the girls just all gang up on her? Personally, I feel like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised (laughs) at it. Like, I, it fits with the viewer demographic. Yeah. I was going to say one thing that I've noticed about this show is that they do have a lot of like very, and this is not like jabbing at anyone who's religious or Christian or anything like that, but I've noticed there are a lot of people who are like, my faith is my top priority. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not super surprised if we're going to have people like shaming. But I I would challenge you. I would challenge our listeners Mm -hmm. to, to say, to say like, being conservative and being religious doesn't have to be mutually inclusive. Yeah. Like, yes. So when Not people use their religion as a front to attack other it. people, yep. that's a it. cop out. That's a pussy ass move. Yeah. That's a, let me call up Victoria and come have her open handed slap you on the face. Like <laughs> that's, that's totally it's different. Really shitty. And it's yeah. even more different when like, if you feel that way, great. Like you wouldn't, you don't want to be a sex worker. No one's forcing you to hopefully if they are like, please, yeah. please call help. Like different resources, yeah. but right. like, different. so, so why the fuck do you care what someone is doing with the autonomy of their own person? Yeah. Sex work like, is what, work. I have to what's, see. what's going on. What's going on in your house and in your head that, you're mm-hmm. concerned about what other people are doing. Worry about your damn self. I have to see the episode. I feel like I'm still missing a lot of content. That's fair. That's Was, fair. Is, That's the, fair. Is, the issue, is the issue that maybe she said she's a teacher, but then somebody's like, well, I actually know that she's really a sex. Like, I don't know if it's if it's like my job be. blatantly or is it like the, the deceit? First of all, mm-hmm. shaming sex workers, like that's pathetic. Please, like it's, it's a job. I mean, yep. as long as like their yep. consent, like please keep it moving. Yep. But I have to see like what the drums is because if she straight yep. up is like, this is what I'm doing, even more kudos because damn, like for this show, like that's mm-hmm. not a thing. So I don't know if it's more like the lie or like mm-hmm. what she's doing. I don't know. I need more context. So yeah. ABC basically has another chance here to... <laughs> Show the world as it is versus give you, this is like, you have your romance novels, right? Like trashy, like a Chris Harrison romance novel, right? Like you have your trashy paperback mass market. And I say trashy, but like, know that I love them. I devour them. But there are two different types, right? You have the one that's like, oh, he put her fingers in her moist blah, blah, like, those ones, the good ones, I like to say. And then there are ones that are like, and they fell back onto bed. And then the chapter ends and the chap- the next chapter starts with like, she woke up to next to him the next morning. And I'm like, why the fuck am I investing my time? Like the writing isn't good. The story isn't good. We all know we're in it for the sex. So why would you leave that out? And so I feel like this is another, the, like, like ABC treats The Bachelor like those shitty, shitty, shitty romance novels of like, we're going to tease you, but we're not actually going to give you the reality of the human experience and like the reality of human pleasure, which is why I'm saying move it to VH1. 
different show, different ball game. But can I quickly add, because you triggered me with the Chris Harrison erotica again. <laughs> How vanilla was Matt's story? Where was the bean? It was about <laughs> like a, a, it was like about like a sweater over her shoulders or something. And I'm like, Sam, she's not getting dressed. I mean, <laughs> the part about smelling chocolate cake, I was like, yeah, I too am very turned on by chocolate cake, but like, what? Like, what are we talking about right now? Are you talking about like, I love chocolate cake so much. It just brings me joy. Like what, what is happening, Matt? Like, what are you doing? Stop I, it. I'm so vanilla. And I, I just like, want to say yet again, through. our girl came through. <laughs> I, with the, Victoria got up there with her little journal and it was just beep, beep. Yep, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" This Hell is the content yeah. I, I didn't tuned like in for. it because I didn't know what she was saying. That's good. I know. Like, That's good. I, I, know. Like, I need to. I, I wanted to know. I would be surprised it, if there's cowards. a petition to like you release cowards. the raw footage. But oh, here's the other oh, thing. Yeah. Like, here's the thing that like is subtly being alluded to, of like, sex is a natural human. Um, action act Mm -hmm. and it is necessary for a healthy relationship to be able to have conversations about where you are with sex what your comfort level is and like having those conversations with your partner or partners and like necessary like it's 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 a physical intimacy that depending on where you land like having the conversation about it doing it like those things are part of a relationship and they strengthen a relationship and so the fact that the producers are like alluding to the fact that they're sleeping together in the fantasy suite but like they're not acknowledging that sex is just an, a natural healthy part of a relationship instead they're like yeah. almost fetishizing sex which is like like fetishizing the missionary position it just blows my mind like like are, you're kink shaming missionary yeah yeah well and the thing that I'm I think I'm so nervous about next week um is I feel like it's either going to be people starting a rumor that somebody's a sex worker because they want to cause drama and then it's like okay well that's shitty and even if they are so what or it's gonna I don't know I for some reason I feel like what's going to happen is like what Nat was saying. Somebody's going to say, oh, I'm a teacher. Somebody else is going to be like, oh, well, I heard she's actually an escort. And then there will be like this really traumatic thing where it's like, yeah, I was a sex worker when I was younger because I had to because of my situation. Whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't want whatever thing it is. Or even if they're like, yeah, I was a sex worker last week. Like, And also I'm a teacher. Like, none of your business. Yeah, like, don't. I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be traumatic in some way, um, either because yeah. somebody's emo- like personal shit is being put on yeah. blast or they're going to be forced to talk about something that they don't want to talk about. Also, I'm not looking forward to seeing what these girls' opinions are of sex workers. Yeah. Like, listen, Katie, do not disappoint me. <laughs> it's 2021. going to be your problem. Victoria might be your problem. Katie is not going to be your problem. Homegirl by the dildo to her entrance. That's true. She's That's fine. true. Yeah. Katie's She's right there. My door just wrong because my nachos are here. Um, Amazing. <laughs> the the which is the cutest. We're wrapping it up because it's also ten o'clock on the East Coast for Natalie. But I just want to say really quickly, like, um, it's twenty twenty one. Yep. 
every single school teacher has an OnlyFans. Like, this is just the reality of where we're at. We're in a pandemic. People are losing their jobs. People are struggling. People, like, and OnlyFans is exploding. And that's a way for people, specifically women, to make money to supplement their income. And if we're saying, like, those women, because they're choosing that work, are a problem, that in itself is a problem because we have created a society and an infrastructure that can't give people enough of a livable wage, pandemic or not, that they feel like making an OnlyFans is the option for them to make money. I'm obviously not Mm -hmm. including the people that do it because it fulfills them. I'm including the the people that like are in dire straits and have had to pivot in this way because there are plenty of them. So... Yeah, we just got to let people like fucking make their own choices and live their lives and deal with the consequences and just like not fucking break them down based on our own ideologies. And that's what I'm going to say about that. People are all high and mighty until it's them. Ooh. And I'm over it. It's true. I think we just found the bean. To listen to you. So you have like teacher salary. Good luck. And then they're like, oh, I get that. (laughs) Could you imagine, could you imagine you're a young girl, you just, you got your bachelor's, you got your master's degree, because that's apparently what's required to teach fucking six-year-olds these days, right? So you're teaching six-year-olds during a pandemic on Zoom. You're trying to corral them and entertain them and keep them engaged and actually teach them while you're in all of this crippling debt and you're not getting paid enough, like, like, OnlyFans is like not even a big deal after all that. Like, I'm surprised there there aren't more like fucking preschool teachers slinging meth on the corner. I would so buy that just to support the system. I'm not. I know. Like, what are you selling? Here, take my money. It's fine. (laughs) You open a. uh, You just see a table of Girl Scout cookies, but you open the box and it's just drugs. It's not cookies. Okay. Although those two things might. And yeah, might I was gonna way say be- when um Hello, when that's marijuana friend. was legalized in I think it was in California, this Girl Scout, she was like 10, yes. set up her table right yes. outside of a dispensary and made a fuck ton of money. And of it's like of course she did. Yeah, okay. that's genius. Okay. Guys, that's yes. an episode of Friends. Ross has to sell Girl Scout cookies for this girl that he accidentally injured, and he's found out that if he goes to NYU around midnight at the dorms, he like banks. Yes. 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 Also, Girl Scout cookies are now available via Grubhub to be delivered to your home this year. Are they really? Yes, they did an exclusive partnership with Grubhub to be able to deliver directly to your home because of the pandemic. That's That's so cute. That is amazing. I can't wait to order some. I want Thin Mints. Careful. Thin Mints or meth? Yes. (laughs) Both? Yeah. (laughs) You put Thin Mints in the freezer and whew, might as well be. You know? Game over. Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Samoa so person good. myself. I love a little bit of a caramel chocolate coconut mm. flavor. That's Marty's into favorite. It. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to grow up and be Marty. <laughs> Can I make like one final like absolutely really love this time comment yeah, about like how we shade professions? Yes. I knew this girl and she met this guy and she thought he was like the bee's knees really cute all a good thing she's like I love him we might get married after like immediate conversation which was already concerning is her name Sarah (laughs) 
it's not Sarah. It could have been. But then she finds out that he's a Lyft driver. And she's like, oh, mm, we that that won't work out. And I was like, don't you use Lyft all the time? Granted, this is like pre-pandemic times, but like she frequent Lyft user. And she goes, oh my God, yeah, of course. And I said, <laughs> without this man's job, you would be what? Like <laughs> walking? Like what? what's your deal? Like driving yourself after drinking? And she goes, well, no, I need it. But she's like, I want him to have like a real job. And I just want to make a plug that that is a damn real job. Just like sex work is a real job. That is so rude. And people have to really look at themselves when they make such crazy comments foreshadowing Monday's episode, because I have a feeling that they're going to be embarrassed. That is madness and so rude. And I hope that that guy, wherever he is, is dating somebody who appreciates that he is a safe driver with a good rating. Hell yeah. Drop the mic. This I'm is done. one of the few go moments in now. my life. Yeah, this is one of the few moments in my life where I truly have no response because that was the most magical ending ever. Um, I didn't see that coming, but it just felt so pure. I needed it to like feels pure. say it. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's have, uh, okay, let's just do a really quick rapid fire sound off on the things that we're feeling good about that are coming up in our lives um, or in the world, whatever you want to talk about, and then we'll go eat our food. I'm excited about fucking Vice President Harris. I'm excited that she's going to be the world the nation's auntie. I'm excited that Michelle Obama, happy birthday. She just celebrated her 57th birthday. I'm excited that Pat McGrath became the first uh, woman in the makeup space or the first person in the makeup space to get a dame hood from the queen. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Happy that. birthday, Martin Luther King Jr. I'm excited that there are all of these incredible, diverse, beautiful people in the world that are influencing change and driving us towards a more equal nation. And honestly, like, fuck the village people for storming the Capitol. Like, I hope they get their just desserts. Just desserts? Oh, yeah. I'm just happy for um, like people. Yeah. To, to echo that, I uh, this morning I found out that um, uh, Biden selected Rachel, I think her last name is Levine. Mm-hmm. Taylor is hungry. Anyway, sorry, uh, selected, if you guys can hear my cat meowing in the background, apologies. Uh, selected Rachel Levine, um, who's the first, yeah. will be the first Taylor's transgender your woman. your cat, not the person that you keep right. locked in your basement. Yes, Taylor's my cat, sorry. That <laughs> person's name is Sam. Um, <laughs> I don't have a basement. I live in LA. Um, but yeah, the thing that's got me feeling good is that yeah. um, Joe Biden uh, selected um, transgender woman, Dr. Rachel Levine, as uh, um, assistant, what is it? Assistant health secretary uh, to be part of Hell this. yeah. And I Shut just, up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Amazing. I was listening to NPR this morning and they announced that and I maybe started crying in the shower. It's fine. It's fine. But I just think that's like, that's yeah. amazing. Me gusta. Yeah, this cabinet is exceptional. For real. Well, Congratulations, Dr. Levine. Round of applause. I'm going to end this on the most unsophisticated, oh, yeah. um, not noble note, because I'm going to be my truest self, even though I'm super thrilled about those things. No lie. But I'm on day 22 of not eating dairy just to see how it like goes, you know, yes. to see if I'm like a better version of myself. And I don't know, I feel the same, but 
I'm almost done because I'm almost at 30 and I'm really looking forward to having stuffed crust pizza. Is that your first, is that your first thing that you're going to eat is stuffed crust pizza? I'm like, should I go Taco Bell? Should I get stuffed crust pizza? Should I go Maz sticks? I mean, it's, it's really stressful. Would you like a suggestion? Binge and just gain all that weight. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say, I was going to say like, make it an experience. Like maybe don't binge straight up, but like get all of the things you love, arrange them around you, dim the lights, light some candles, put on some smooth jazz, maybe some pitbull. I don't know what you're vibing with that day. Whatever brings you joy, maybe like some lounge singer covers of pitbull songs because that exists there's a lounge singer cover of wop that is uh, available on instagram it's exceptional so maybe just put on some like soothing lovely music like some candles really like treat yourself and then just take like a nibble of this a nibble of that and just like feel like close your eyes feel every bite feel the sensation feel the textures feel the tastes and just like really experience experience it okay petition to get me to be the bachelorette but it's instead of men it's just food oh i'm gonna apply that too you have some competition i want that please 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 for both of you please let us know how that goes join us yeah i'll absolutely join you if i (laughs) it's just like us versus food yeah, I'm into yeah, that. That's a great show. That's fine. Oh, yeah. There's the yeah. guy versus the wild. We can do us versus yeah. food. Ah, Wait, what does care. us versus food look like? Like the opposite of the wild one. We're probably at a chili. <laughs> or or like a golden corral. That's dangerous though. But we can do it. That's what yeah. you want. I was going to say it's just like diners, drive-ins, diners and drive-ins. And I know exactly. I know exactly but where it's to just start. the three of us bumbling across the U.S. being like, I, I guess know. this is good. I don't know. It was cheap. Oh, no. Delicious. No, no, no. Maybe oh. we should go to every Golden Corral and rate them. What we Golden Corral? <laughs> Why is Golden Corral at least pick an honorable <laughs> franchise like the Olive Garden? Oh, Jesus. Okay, I don't <laughs> Golden Corral is really hot. Okay. Hot. There's fondue. It's romantic. It's budget friendly and there's options. I don't go because I'm grossed out by the plates, but <laughs> you're pitching us to go to every golden crown. You're like, I don't go there. But I see the allure and I will vouch that their takeout boxes are very clean and they weigh it by the pound and it's very inexpensive. And if you ever have a family of two, why do they weigh it by the pound? Is it a buffet? It was. Okay, bye. I'm going to have dinner now. I think I, you've just asked me if the Golden Corral is a buffet. Of course it is. There's mean, like of course. A, I've never been to a, a Golden Corral. Buffet with fondue. <laughs> no. They have like an Italian section. They have a burger section. They have an Asian They have a syphilis section. 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 Mm-hmm. That's never touched. <laughs> or it's always touched. Oh, my God. Who's going to go to the Golden Crown and eat salad? Stop. That's not allowed on our tour. I don't want to see it. If We're you're not a fondue... I don't want to see it. I have the pitch for our show. Fondue for you? Every, no, no, no. <laughs> Every episode, depending on where we are, or where we're traveling to, the three of us do research and we come up with the spot that we want to go to. Each one it's of us has a spot. 
all right, fine. Yours is fucking Golden Corral. Lex and I will come up with alternatives. And we have to go and remain open-minded and have a pure and true experience in that city of like the places that we chose. I'm already telling you, I'm going for the fucking Michelin star. Give me the Brazilian steakhouse. Give me the fucking Neapolitan pizza. We have Golden Corral. You will get your Golden Corral. We need something to offset it to go onto the other side of the spectrum. If I don't get squidding foam, Mm. I'm going to flip a bitch. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Peony. (laughs) And thank you, Natalie. Brought to you by Golden Corral. Natalie, thank you for being here. Lex, thank you for being here. I love you both so much. And anyone that's still listening, thank you. Please tell your friends, your family, your Aunt Linda in the Midwest that... um, you know, has that misconnection. And um, tune in next week where we're going to talk about Legos, the history of Legos, and my fiance is going to be a guest. Oh, that's so cute. Okay. Okay, (laughs) well, friends. I'm going to go be with my dog now. But you guys are great. True star. Love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Peony where we believe that culture informs all that we do and art can truly be anything. If you like this episode, please leave us a review, rate us, tell all your friends to subscribe, follow, download. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Talk to you soon.